This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Vice President Kamala Harris says people in Gaza are starving and the conditions are inhumane. She says with the immense scale of suffering seen in Gaza, including last week's stampede over aid that killed more than 100 people, a temporary ceasefire needs to be put into place as soon as possible. Our hearts break for the victims of that horrific tragedy and for all the innocent people in Gaza who are suffering from what is clearly a humanitarian catastrophe. Harris made the comments just before delivering remarks commemorating the bloody Sunday attack on civil rights leaders in Selma, Alabama in 1965. A blizzard in the Sierra Nevada of Northern California has forced the closure of a major interstate for days, and more snows on the way. From member station KQED in San Francisco, Azul, Azul Dahlstrom Ekman has more. By Sunday afternoon, Sugar Bowl Ski Resort near Donner Pass on Interstate 80 has recorded more than seven feet of snow since the storm started on Thursday morning. A blizzard warning has been extended, and a second storm is expected to begin Monday, bringing an additional one to two feet of snow to the area. With a brief lull in the storms, residents are trying to dig out as much as possible while they can. Brittany McLean is the store manager at South Lake Tahoe Ace Hardware. We're going to probably see an uptick in folks picking up ice melt, more shovels, the ice picks to try to help remove that ice and get back down to asphalt as soon as possible. Officials are still recommending against mountain travel. For NPR News, I'm Azul dahlstrom in San Francisco. Iowa's Caitlin Clark became the lead scorer in NCAA basketball history today in a game against Ohio State. The record-breaking moment came during the seniors' last regular season game with the Hawkeyes, and she says she's entering the 2024 WNBA draft. Another record-setting week for markets. Wall Street is awaiting critical data about the U.S. economy. As NPR's David Gurr reports, markets remain optimistic the Fed will close is close to cutting interest rates. Wall Street is eager to see a new jobs report. The Labor Department is scheduled to release that on Friday. The Fed Reserve has been fighting high inflation by raising interest rates and keeping them elevated with the goal of slowing down the economy. But the jobs market has been very resilient. Fed policymakers are trying to figure out when they'll feel comfortable enough with the progress they've made to start lowering interest rates. In recent weeks, investors have adjusted their expectations for when that'll happen and for how many cuts they think the Fed will make this year. They'll listen for clues when Fed Chair Jerome Powell testifies on Capitol Hill on Wednesday and Thursday. David Gura, NPR News, Washington. This is NPR News. Dune Part 2 is as big as expected at box offices around the world. NPR's Bob Mondello says that means Hollywood can breathe a little easier. The last few months have been rough for movie theaters. Christmas attractions faded fast. Writers and actors' strikes reduced the number of movies in January and February, and the ones that opened mostly tanked. Moviegoing is a habit. If the audience gets out of it, it's tough to lure them back. Dune Part 2 is luring them back like sandworms to a thumper. We've been fighting the Harkonnens for decades. 
My family's been fighting them for centuries. This weekend, Dune Part 2 has played to well over 5 million moviegoers and taken in more than $80 million just in North America. Next week, it will easily pass the entire domestic run of Dune Part 1, and it's even stronger overseas. Also doing well, the music biopic Bob Marley One Love, which in its third week is closing in on $150 million worldwide. Bob Mondello, NPR News. The Iditarod annual sled dog race got underway in Alaska with 38 mushers traveling from Willow to Nome. It's a trip of about a thousand miles, which takes place over several days. And this year, mushers could take lit neon harnesses or necklaces before heading out for the animal's safety. This after five dogs died, eight were injured while training on shared multi-use trails that snowmobilers also use. Mushers typically wear a bright headlight on themselves for visibility, but that doesn't protect the dogs. The Iditarod started in 1973. I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News from Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Anthropic. Their Claude 3 model family is enterprise-ready AI. Haiku is fast and cost-effective. Sonnet perfectly balances skill with speed. And Opus sets new intelligence industry benchmarks. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude. 